Welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right. Every Thursday, we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It is your problem, and it shall be heard. And if you want to be a part of the Luxury Lounge podcast, all you got to do is Email jtrainpodcast at, gmail, at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Give us a little sauce, Luxury Lounge, baratara, Luxury Lounge and your issues. So let us know what you're talking about, and we'll try to get in the lounge. If you want, if you're sitting there being like, my complaint never gets read, you can be part of the Patreon. The Patreon, every Friday, I read every complaint in the Patreon only. That's right. Luxury Lounge. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Uh, since we're in Plug City, I'll get into more plugs. I'm going to be in Long Beach, New York, doing a stand-up set. I don't go to Long Beach often. I'm, You know, I this is, you know, new for me. So if you're around that area, if you're a beach town surf beach bum, come on out. Uh, then we got Live You Up Podcast. Philadelphia, Boston, New York City, D.C., can in D.C. Then I'm doing stand-up again. Kansas City, Nashville, Stamford, Raleigh, Lexington, and Charlotte. JaredFried.com for all the ticky information. And let's get to today's guest. Very special guest. I'm so excited to have her here. Uh, one of the, I, 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 Listen, I'm embarrassed that she hasn't been in the lounge yet. This is all my fault. I feel humbled. I'm greatly disappointed in me. I've taken a look in the mirror. It's taken too long. I'm so happy they're here right now. I'll introduce her the way I introduce her every time I've brought her on stage. She's one of the funniest comics in the world. Michelle Wolf, thank you for coming in the lounge. Hey, thanks for having me. It just took me a real long time to figure out how to unmute myself. I <laughs> love podcasts. Do them all the time. Never do them. Uh, and I am. I am a little surprised I haven't been on Luxury Lounge before because I feel like all of our conversations are um, essentially Luxury Lounge conversation. We we speak in complaints. We speak yeah. to each other. And all we do on our 80-mile walks that you like to do is yeah. just complain and complain. And the one thing we don't complain about is the walk. I only complain about the walk. You love a hill. Well, I, the, the only thing I complain about is that you look at your progress in steps. You, which oh, this is, is Michelle's coming out hot with her most controversial opinion, which is she is not a step person. She's a mileage no. person. Give me, give me your distance. I want to know. I don't care if it's miles, kilometers, whatever you know, region of the world you live in. <laughs> You know, whatever measurements you 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 live by, steps right. aren't a measurement. Steps, steps is a, don't it's a matter. Fake. Steps. I, I mean, I can't even. I can't relate to you in steps. It's like you it's need- like telling me, like you you drank like, I don't know, like uh, drops of water. I don't know. Right. Like I don't like you don't count. You know, like I need eighty thousand drops of water today. Well, yeah. right. But I'm sure What's now, it? as I said that, someone's going to like make a, like a, a Fitbit that has like water drop count. <laughs> I think you it's, need to teach It's hard to drink a cup of water. So I just have 5,000 drops and I know how much it is. <laughs> right. You need a t-shirt that it, it just says in big letters, steps are fake. Like, steps are fake. Steps, steps are, are fake. Fake. <laughs> fake news, hashtag fake steps, hashtag. Listen, Michelle is going on tour. I want everyone to go and see Michelle live uh she's amazing i love everything about her stand-up everything about her as a person i'm a huge fan but also a good friend so listen your tour is called the it's great to be here tour it starts on august 4th in salt lake city you're going all over the country i'm looking at your dates salt lake denver san francisco nashville phoenix san diego la Buffalo, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, Charleston, Charleston, I, you're gonna see Keith in Charleston. Um, oh, great. Atlanta, Tampa. I mean, I'm just getting through Minneapolis, Chicago, everywhere in this great nation of ours, Michelle. And all new material. If you see Michelle before, nobody writes more. Nobody has better stuff. Um, it's the best. I can't say enough nice things. What do you? Are you ready to tour? I- I'm so excited to tour. I'm actually really. I'm very excited to tour. Um, the one thing I didn't. Um, they were like, you got to have a name for your tour. And I was they like, always do, do that. I? 
do I gotta have a name for my tour? Is that going to make people go? Because then right. I started seeing like other names of people's tours. And I was like, is it just a pun? Do you just need to come up with a pun? Is that what it is? Is that what entices people? I wasn't sure. But then I saw the name of the tour. And I was like, I am in. Well, then Thanks. people expect the whole. There's some people I think you they expect to see a whole hour of the pun. You know, like they right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? they're like, this isn't what the tour poster made me think this was going to be. <laughs> right. Like, maybe I'll have one joke. Like, if I put, like, uh, you know, uh, giving out his rose tour, everyone would be like, we're going to a bachelor show. It would turn people away right. more than it would bring them in, I think. Yeah. And they'd be like, uh, they'd be like by the end, they'd be like, rose, 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 right. rose. <laughs> Where's the fucking rose? I came to see you give it a rose. I thought we were going to go on a date. You know, that type of shit. I thought this was, uh, I thought someone was going to get eliminated and Chris Harrison <laughs> wasn't even here or the new old football guy who's right. now doing it. I don't know. <laughs> Jesse Palmer. Uh, not yeah, that I know. Who also uh, hosts the spring uh, baking championships or holiday baking championships. That guy's all over. He's really. That guy is working. I once saw him. He is sneaky wide. He has a oh. shoulders. His shoulders, I mean, they're like swimmer's shoulders. I couldn't believe like, it. Like, there's no mistaking he played football when you see him, right? It, well, there's only mistaking that he was a quarterback. I thought he was a lineman when I saw oh, him. Oh, I thought he was a linebacker, too. I didn't realize <laughs> he was like. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's in a throwing. You know what my theory is, though, is especially for all those cooking shows, is it like every older woman sees him. And by older, I mean, like, actually older woman, not by like 30s. Right. Um, I mean, like, like you know, 80. Like, it, yeah, they see him, like it's the whole 80 for Brady who are like, he's he's a cutie. He's right. a cutie. <laughs> I, I, I think I am like I kind of see that in my dad. My dad just sees any shape of a woman. And he's like, oh, my God. Like he's like <laughs> creepy in that way. Any person with a womanly shape like he could see literally he could be it, it could be a large, um, you know, one of those timer things. And he could see a lot, a yeah. large, a shadow of a large hourglass. And he'd be like, look at this sexy lady. You know, right. like, yeah, and then be like, oh, it's a clock. Still not bad. <laughs> still masturbating to it. You know, like that would be my dad. Me, yeah. I think I have mom hot. Like I think moms would f be like, ooh, he's a looker. And then the daughter's like, what do you get? Get out of here. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I'm like a, I'm on someone's list of like, well, I've never done that before, you know? <laughs> 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 right, right. I, redhead, holy shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like I'm like someone's like I'm someone's weird square on a bingo card or something like that. <laughs> I'd love to be that. Like that's like that's where I want to be. Like I want to be someone's fetish. Like I want to be someone's like, you know, like right. like oh, new to me. I might as well just, you know, give it a shot. But I I think you're right. I think you're you're in the perfect um like combined like your, your age and your disposition, you're the perfect like um uh, my daughter would love to meet you. And you're Absolutely. like, you haven't spoken to your daughter in a year. You don't know what she right. likes. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> you have no idea what your daughter's taste is. You have no But right. the problem with that is like no mom's like, just suck his dick and don't get too committed to him. Like it's never that. Right. It's yeah. it's always like, Oh, this could be it. And I hate that. Too much pressure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, because no mom's setting up a their daughter for a hookup. They're setting no. up their daughter for, like, everlasting happiness. Right. I you know? This could be the one guy. Right. Yeah. And oh, those yeah. are two very different first dates, you know? Way it's not different. A, we're, we're taking shots yeah. on one date and we're talking about, like, our trauma on another date. Right. Yeah. You're like, you, you know, and like, you, you, like, you, you don't want to go on a date that you're going to have to, like, tell your mom about in detail. Right. That's like not the that's not the date anyone's looking forward to. She puts one hand down for her head to so tell me how it was. You know, yeah, like it's how real was personal. it? Right. Yeah. Was it, and the restaurant. What did he pick? What did he pick? Right. You know, like oh, yeah. Very, yeah. Listen, we're already in it. I want everyone to go follow Michelle if you don't already. At Michelle is a wolf. Go follow. Go go. Go follow right now. She's going to be on tour starting this summer and through the fall. It is. I, I listen. I'm. I every time. I'm not just saying this to. F I'll feather Michelle's nuts right now. I love watching <laughs> Michelle on stage. It is in. It's. It's topical. It isn't preachy. It's always funny. Joke, 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 joke. If you want to go pee your pants, 
Go to Michelle's show. Now, let's get to the complaints. You ready, Michelle? I'll do my complaint first. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm excited. Hit, hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Now, my complaint is that I just saw a guy. It was a grandpa, okay? And it warmed my heart. I was so happy. Okay, he was wearing a T-shirt that said grumpa, like a regular grandpa, only grumpier. And it literally warmed my heart. Like I felt so good that a grandpa was digging into old, grumpy, unfuckable grandpa. Because about a month ago, I got served an ad for a T-shirt because I'm, I guess at this age... The ad was for a t-shirt that said, Hot Dad Summer. Nothing angered me more because I don't remember my dad walking around with a billboard that said, I'm still fuckable. Like, what is with <laughs> our age group? When do we put it away? When do we start realizing our time to be cool, to be fun is over? When it's do we over. realize, put on the sweater vest and st stop calling your kid buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, little buddy. Yeah. And start digging into grandpa age. Dude, this is, okay, this is the problem with our generation, though, is because a lot of us don't have, like, any of the adult things. You know, like right. a mortgage, a 401k, uh, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, um, a real job, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we're, right. like, stuck in this, like, perpetual I'm still... 20 so everyone's sort of like yeah i'm still like the guy who goes out i'm like a fuckable dude and it's like do you remember have you seen it was going around the internet like not too long ago but it was like pictures of people in their 30s but like in like the 70s and like they look like they were like 64 i you know i, like, I haven't seen that but you're totally look at the golden girls the Golden Girls were our age. Look at Cheers. Norm was younger than me. Norm looked like a Norm. That's, that's wild. Right? That's wild. Yeah. Norm yeah. was a big, fat loser in a bar every day, miserable. He didn't wear right. a Hot Dad Summer t-shirt. Yeah. And you're right. There was, a, it's, there was like a, the, yeah, every everyone there looked like they were like, almost ready to retire but they right. had to all of them age <laughs> right. Right? yeah and it's like you're right we don't deal with any of these normal everyday stresses we are so like we're kind of spread thin on everything else that literally like we're not in dad mode in our head we're like no i'm still in the game and it's like when do we i want i i yearn to be grandpa and i get so disgusted by hot dad summer well, this is this is this was. Um, yeah, I, I want to do a joke about this on stage, so I'm not going to do the whole thing. But this right. is how I felt when they they did the um, Martha Stewart um, '81's the new '21, and I'm like, but can it not be? I don't want it to be. Right. I don't like. Can't '81 just be '81? Like, stop it! I don't want to. Absolutely, let I don't, her I... be an old lady who looks good on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Because it does kind of create this world where it's like you have to look at your grandma and go, come on, put on the two-piece. It's like, no, I don't no. want to see that. You don't want to do that. You don't want to feel – no, grandma wants to wear a full suit in the pool, like an actual man's suit. And she, she finally is at the age now where she's like, no one's looking at me. I can be comfortable right. again. Right. You know, I, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> right. If I get a whistle for from someone, great. But other than that, I, right, I, I can bake cakes and cookies and eat the cookies and cakes that I ate and have everyone else enjoy and hug me and enjoy me. Grandpa with abs, like get out of here.
No, it's like I can say the things I want to say. I don't have to pretend right. to like you anymore. I don't, you know, like I don't. Right. <laughs> That's I, a big I, part I of be- it. Like you get allowed like, oh, it's grandma. Yo, right. she says these things. Yeah. And it's like, it's nice to have a grandma who has like, like I like opinionated older people who are just Love like, it. I don't like that. I don't want to do that. And I'm right. like, That's good. Good. I'm glad you find it because those were the people that had to be very like, you know, especially like women who are now their 80s. You know, like Mm. there was a time when they were growing up where it's like they weren't even no one wanted to hear from them at all. So I love I love a a loud, angry grandma, you know, someone who's just like, I don't like that. I like this. We're eating at this time. You know, like <laughs> these opinions have been like, bottled she wasn't up allowed for centuries. To open a bank account on her own, you know, right. like <laughs> let it fly, Grandma. All right, that's my complaint. I will have pictures to show. I, I have the Hot Dad Summer and the Grandpa T-shirt pictures. Okay, let's go to Michelle's can, complaint. Can I add? Can I add fun anecdote to your complaint? Okay, Please? so you know how like that's- Bruce Springsteen is like the king of being in his mid seventies and like, right? I think he's like seventy three or something like that, and like jumping around on stage, doing like push-up challenges, you know, like, and like, I remember recent, just recently having a conversation about him being like, look at this guy, he's in his mid seventies. He's like doing this on stage every night. He's invincible. And then like a couple of days ago, I saw an article that he fell on stage and like the whole band helped him up. And like, <laughs> I'm not happy he fell, you know, but I'm also like, he's 73, you know, like. <laughs> it's embarrassing to fall no matter what age you are, I can't right. imagine how embarrassing it is in your 70s on stage in front of 10,000 people, other people helping you up, and then everyone coming to the same realization of like, maybe it's enough, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Like it a was whole like, stadium. It was like, it, I was like I was like a little relieved because it's like, okay, he he isn't 20, you know? No, like, I'm right. Like, I'm, I am, the, and like, you know, you can fall on stage when you're 20, but like the whole band's not going to come run to help you. No, you know? no, no, no. Like, no, you get up when on you're your 20, own. Yeah, when you're 20, you fall down, like you maybe you do like a funny little pose on the ground, you know, <laughs> like you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but like yeah. when you're 73, the whole E Street band's going to come on and be like, uh, you know, like right, and a whole audience <laughs> is wondering sure our meal tickets okay, <laughs> right? And the whole audience is wondering, is he dead? Yeah, you know? is this it? Did I see the final Bruce Springsteen concert? You know? <laughs> yeah, and in my mid-70s also, I want to be chilling. Maybe you you dream of saying maybe I'd want to do one concert a year. This guy's signed up for a whole tour. He's going on buses. This is it's like it's like a person who I'm like, what's going on at home? You know? Right. <laughs> Something is off. Yeah. Let's okay, like, let's go to Michelle's complaint. Hit the okay. music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show. To have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, go ahead. I don't know what the music is, but I'm pretending. I well, dance. I wish you heard the music because it's Neil Brennan's least favorite songs. Well, then I love it. Okay, <laughs> famously he hates the songs. Then I famously. I don't love know it. if I. Sh- Showed you the video. I will show you the video. I think afterwards. you know. You, I showed you it, to it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love. I love to see a, a grumpy Neil. Um, oh, he was a grumpa. Yeah, he's a grumpa <laughs> for sure. <laughs> he's okay, old enough to be luxury, one. This is my luxury lounge complaint. You know what this one is because I talk about it often. I hate rain shower heads. I you think t- a rain shower head is everyone's like, no, it's nice. You can feel the it's it's like it's raining on your head. I don't want it to rain on my head in the shower. No. If I wanted it to rain on my head, I'd go outside in the rain. I'm in the shower. I want it to right. come at my back at an angle right. so that one, I can wash everything that needs to be washed. Because mm-hmm. you can't when it's coming. What? It, no. How are you getting your underbits? The rain you gotta, shower head... It seems as though it was created by a Ken doll. Yeah, it, it's it, it's a it's a useless feature that we've been tricked into being like this luxurious 
addition where it's like right. I don't I don't want that. It's not luxurious. It's like it's like was is the person who invented it like were they like trying to like recreate like a romantic comedy like I ran after him in the rain like are they like just trying to create an environment in their shower where they can pretend they're like they lost the love of their life and they can cry the whole time like right. what It's created by a person the loneliest person alive who goes in the shower, hugs themselves and starts kissing their own arm. That's who it's created know, by. And you know what I like to do in the shower? I like the the shower to hit me in the back. So mm-hmm. I can cross my arms and just stand there like an angry person getting hit by a light hose. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. It's insane. The only way the shower, the rain shower head works is if it's accompanied by 10 other shower heads from every direction. That's right. the thing. We are trying. This is the problem with imitating luxury. Because what these plays are doing is going rain shower head. It's luxurious. And you're going, I guess that's in the luxurious phylum of things. But the reality is it's luxurious because it's amongst all these other heads. If you can't afford a 10-head shower, you shouldn't right. be in a one-head rain shower. No. it's it, it makes me – and it's also like for anyone who has hair, they can't wash every day. It's just like a – Oh right! How do you avoid it? You have to go yeah, like you this. Yeah, like you're like you're like like this the whole shower, or like <laughs> this, you know, like you're just you're at an odd angle. It's very unrelaxing. It's just the the whole thing is just. It's the. Are you wearing a shower cap? It sounds like you're like, you know, underneath like a shed. Right. <laughs> Does sound shed like? I, I yeah. it, it is the underperformance over expect. It's the expectation versus the what you know what you end up getting you know right yeah because the expectation is oh my god i'm gonna get this luxurious moment where i'm under the rain and i'm gonna get soaked and it's gonna be so much pressure and that's the other thing they've never been enough pressure they never give no. you what you would want what i want from a shower from a rainforest shower i want the whole ceiling going and that's the only right. way it works and at like a like if i want if i actually wanted that i'd want it like i'd want waterfall rain or like monsoon rain i don't want like a you know i need an umbrella rain you know (laughs) i I want like it would be dangerous to be outside in this rain that's what you want you don't want the could i go without an umbrella that's what most of the rain shower shower heads are yeah it's just a it like takes you a while to even get wet underneath the shower (laughs) just like (laughs) two hours later All right, let's get to the still on me. <laughs> it's a perfect complaint. Uh, let's get to the emails. You ready, Michelle? I'm ready. Okay, let's get to the listener complaints. Um, before we do that, it's finally summertime. Don't spend it all inside cooking. Let Factor do that for you. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, delivers nutritious meals straight to your door. It's the easiest way to stay on track while saving tons of time. Here's the thing about eating healthy. It's about portion, and it's also about creativity. You're not good at either. You eat too much and you don't know how to make a bunch of healthy things. That's where Factor comes in. They're going to portion it for you and they're going to have a bunch of different ideas to keep it fresh for you. They have 34 chef-created, dietitian-approved options every week. There's always something new to try. If you're looking for calorie-conscious options, calorie-smart meals coming in around 550 calories, or if you need an extra boost of protein, check out Factors Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. If you're vegan, vegetarian, or keto, there's something delicious waiting for you to see. It's about options, because what you're going to do You're going to do grilled chicken. Then you're going to do salmon. Then you're going to do grilled chicken again. Then you're going to go, oh, maybe I'll do salmon again. Then you're out of ideas and you're back to eating badly. So Factor is going to give you options and it's going to be portioned correctly. Nothing harder than shopping for one or two at the grocery store. You don't have to worry about it. So head to factormeals.com slash JTrain50 and use code JTrain50 to get 50% 50% off your first box. That's a half off? Are you kidding me? That's code JTRAIN50 at factormeals.com slash JTRAIN50 to get 50% off your first box. Okay, we're here with Michelle Wolf at Michelle is a Wolf. The tour starts August 4th. Great to be here, tour that we had to name and none of us are happy about naming it. Luxury Lounge. 
too much free food at work. Dear Jared, feather, feather. I'll get right to my luxury complaint. I work at a catering company that also has two restaurants. Like everyone at the company, I get a free lunch on my work days. Our office where I work is adjacent to one of the restaurants. So come lunchtime, I tell the cook my order and a colleague from service brings it to my desk. My problem with the delicious food, portions are often too big and I feel bad if I don't eat everything. I don't like wasting food, especially if it's so tasty. Also, I don't want to be disrespectful to my colleagues in the kitchen. The bins for anything left are right next to the cook. I mean, come on. So he sees it. That's so intimidating. You you didn't finish? What didn't you like? Oh, didn't like the ragu today, huh? So he sees it if I throw anything away and asks if I didn't like it. He does this. I tried to order a half a portion, but it never is. Uh, signed a bet trying to eat consciously. What do you think, Michelle Wolf? Is, is this is hard? This is a tough one. I mean, this is a really tough one. I think this guy needs a or person needs a, 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 a like a trash can in like underneath their desk. I mean, is there right. like a different area to to throw away this food? It's got a. Yeah, I mean, listen, I I don't like to waste food either. But the whole idea is like if someone gives you all that food, it's either you're eating all of it. Or right. it's going in the trash, you know, like it's never going to someone who needs it, you know, right. like let, that, <laughs> that food only exists in two places now, your belly or the trash. So, right. It's, and then your belly goes to the, the toilet anyway, you know, so it's like it's this is the, the I, I understand what parents are saying and how you like when they're like finish your plate, you know, like or, you know, like I understand how you feel, too. But it's like it's not like if you don't eat this, it's not going somewhere else, you know, right. like. But the, then the other hurdle to get around is the, how do you not, you know, get this cook to, you know, hate you and start spitting in all your food? <laughs> uh, honestly, it's crazy. And the cook sounds self-conscious. The cook sounds like they need a pep talk. They need constant affirmation. Like, can you imagine? And we do this sometimes. We'll, we'll be killing on stage. And then you'll see the one person not laughing and you go, what the fuck is wrong with you? And that's our being, you know, up our own in our own heads and self-conscious and wondering, this person, do they hate me? And it's like, I would just rather that person who doesn't laugh at comedy shows, like who's just like an inside laugher, sit in the back. Just get away from me. So I agree with you. Let's right. put another trash can in another spot. You don't want this person. This yeah, burger. arms crossed. This is how I laugh. And you're like, yeah. okay, you have to know that you're not really a jolly person to be around. So this person has to kind of admit to that too. You're not going to eat it all. Let's find another garbage. Like, because we know this chef is in their own head. They're a little self-conscious and you got to go toss things in another spot. So maybe they got to do what I, I started to do when I was a, uh, when I was a kid, you mm. know, and I didn't want to, we had like the worst vegetables, right? Like we'd have those like, um, like canned green beans, you know, that just nothing are, like, worse there. It's, I didn't, they're like a green that doesn't exist in the natural world. <laughs> and uh, so I, what I would start to do is that I, I put them in my napkin and then okay. I take them to the bathroom and I throw them down the toilet, you know? That's so you right. got to get creative here. That's what I'm it's, saying. You just it's like, time to get creative. yeah, you got to either invest in your own trash can or, um, yeah, or um, paper towels. You, I yeah, think you get big, thick exactly. paper towels because those are easy to kind of like wrap it up in. You bring it to the bathroom. People will think maybe you have a little bit of an eating disorder, but I'd rather that than right. having to deal with, you know, the chef who's like, I guess we didn't like the bread pudding today. You know, Right, exactly. Exa yeah, and then the chef who's like just like, you, what's that chef doing when he gets home that night? You know, like he's saying something to that guy and maybe mad, you know, in the moment. But at night, he's probably like, what was it with the, you know, like the bread pudding? <laughs> did I did I do it wrong? Is my mom's recipe? Uh, you I, know, like this guy's going down a spiral every day. Everyone's spiraling at this company. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> the whole company is in shambles emotionally. I also think there's nothing worse then when you're trying during the week, like if I, if, if someone's like me where you're like a healthy Monday through Thursday and then I kind of party on the weekends, mm -hmm. it is emotionally horrific when someone on a Tuesday is like, 
hey, I got these extra cookies. You want them? And you're like, no, I'm not having a Tuesday cookie. Like, don't do this to me. Don't get in the way. Because I've had this happen where I go to this one place to eat breakfast and then they're like, ah, we're done with, you know, we had an extra bagel. I threw it in there. And you go, why are you doing this to me? I And, and you right. you look so not, you're just not thankful when you are thankful, but you're just like, get it out of here. Right. Like, yeah. Well, that's exactly what it, like, uh, um, I've worked, I think it's office jobs. I think we get really lucky that we don't have to be in an office every day because right. like I used to have to be in an office every day. There was food bombardment all the time. So like your healthy days had to become your weekends, which made your weekends not fun. But then the whole week, because you were getting, you know, it's someone's birthday, you know, like food was getting sent in from somewhere, you know, like I, one of the places I worked before I did comedy full time had one of those like Google kitchens, you know, like where it was like, you know, like everything was on tap, you know, it was like a continental breakfast all the time, you know, and like you had like a little thing that you know that would normally hold cereal but it's like swedish fish and like Oy. you know like corn nuts and you right. know you got wasabi peas you know like there was it's just all the like, snacks that you would never purchase but you would always eat always eat you're so happy to eat them and it was just like i'd have sweet and salty and you know and and then it was someone's birthday and and socially you don't want to be the curmudgeon this kind of takes you out of the game there was like a famous friends episode where like Rachel takes up smoking because it helps her at work. And it's like the same goes for eating. Like if you're the person that's right. like, I don't eat cake on Tuesdays, people are like, I don't want to hang out with that narc. Yeah. Like they think I'm fat. not fun, you know? Right. Because like, everyone, everyone, everyone feels the same way about the cake. No one wants to eat it. You know, like Nobody. everyone feels bad about it. And no one wants to see you be better than them. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I've had this issue where I've gone on the road with certain comedians who will not be named and they order three lunches and <laughs> I'm sitting there being like, who the fuck orders three lunches? It's fucking Friday. I'll have an ice cream afterwards, but three lunches I'll be, I gotta go to take a nap. And then it's like, Oh, look who doesn't eat three lunches. And it's like, I guess I'm, you know, I guess I'm the, the curmudge. What? Or you go on, you know, you go on tour with me and we can walk nine right. miles and they'd get a sandwich that we've earned. That's right. That's why I like touring with Michelle. The Steps Don't Count Tour. Coming starting August 4th. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Michelle Wolf. At Michelle is a wolf. This tour starts August 4th. You gotta go to Michelle's shows. You're going to have a blast. They're already selling out. So if you don't get your ticket now, you're gonna miss out. You're stupid. Luxury Lounge. Law firm IT issues private uh, law, law firm IT issues prevent me from billing hours. Okay. Jared and guests, all the feathers. I've seen you like live four times and it won't be the last. Thank you. Keep doing the Lord's work now onto my complaint as I frustratingly type this on the 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 T home from work. Okay, so they're in Boston. I'm an attorney and work at a law firm with over 1,000 attorneys in offices across the country. We have 24-7 IT service. I thought this was unnecessary when I started two years ago, but it turns out I was wrong. My computer freezes at least once a day. I constantly have issues checking out documents. Teams and or Zoom never uh, both work in the same day. Today, IT spent 40 minutes trying to fix my computer because Teams won't connect to my microphone and I need it for remote court hearings. I have to bill every six-minute increment. (laughs) What time is literally money? I cannot be the only one at this place with constant computer issues. Why can't we get a computer system that works? Wouldn't they want to give us the best computers and fastest global connectivity so we can bill more hours? Instead, I just have to work late whenever I have computer issues to make up for lost time. Thanks for giving me a safe space to air my grievances here and not get fired. Signed, billing for this email. What do you think, Michelle Wolf? Wow, I think we just ran into a person who still has faith in the corporate world. Right, uh, <laughs> right. This the person thing- who just thinks this law firm cares about him and is like, we should have the best internet. They have bad internet on purpose. I bet these yes. guys know exactly what they're doing. They're like, yeah, it cuts out every, you know, it cuts out every thirteen minutes. So like they they get like a two and a two six minute intervals, and then they have to restart. And uh, over the year, we spend you know. 
three million dollars less than we'd have to. And right. They, they've done the math. That's what's so frustrating yeah. about this. Someone has done the math where better internet for you meant less less money for your corporate over, overlords so that exactly. it hampers you at making more money. They don't care about you making more money. They care about, you know, the partners getting, you know, their returns. So they're like, yeah, we're going to have the medium internet. And yeah, they won't be able to bill every six minutes. They'll have to do it every 12. And they'll think it's the internet, but it's really right. us. And they're sitting there going, ah, <laughs> we just yeah, managed a quarter. And, and the, whoever's in charge is just like, it's working. It's working. Right. This poor guy. But, you know, to be fair, we don't know what kind of lawyer he is. He could be sitting there and he's like, he's like, and at Pfizer Law, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can't bill we, the children's everyone, hospital every six minutes. <laughs> right. Every, everyone thinks that, uh, you know, like, uh, how am I supposed to work on this baby powder lawsuit? <laughs> if I, <laughs> how can I, I prove that the baby powder didn't give everyone cancer, you know? Right. <laughs> when my computer keeps freezing <laughs> and we're sitting here like this is awful yeah live. listen or even maybe maybe he's maybe he works for like the camp lejeune uh <laughs> fighting camp lejeune from getting every dollar they deserve you don't know you don't know but they have so problems too that's the point of the lounge is to say listen yeah. even the lawyer who's trying to sue the orphanage for having their kids be too loud in the playground next to the oil factory needs to be a, a place to complain. He does. He does. But he just needs to know that the they know exactly about this internet. They know exactly what's happening with this internet. Right. And they, they, you're right. They've done the cost analysis. Well, well that's <laughs> the thing is, you know, we, the, these, you know, we've learned that the puppeteers love when the puppets fight against them each other. So the IT the department, fighting. right, you got to keep you got to keep the lawyers versus the IT people. Instead, yeah. you guys should be coming together to say, "Hey, none of us have the resources we need to make enough money. The IT department is working their asses off. They never get a break because everyone's going, "Come on, teams won't connect to my microphone and my vibrator at the same time." And then it's like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> It's the puppeteers. It's you know Johnny Lawyer. It's 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 partner Partenstein. I also think it's very funny that like I know that like lawyers and courts use the Teams app uh, mm. for like for that stuff, and it's so funny. I'm just like it's like no one's on a team here, you know. Like what are we <laughs> we're doing? All, we're all fighting against we're each other. We're literally fighting each other. <laughs> like, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train podcast at gmail.com here with michelle wolf at michelle is a wolf we're sponsored people Ooh, i love this sponsor perfect time of year indochino wedding dress codes are confusing white tie garden party festive i just went through this i just went through this whole thing when you go to a wedding they're like oh it's formal with a dash of casual and you're like what am i walking into it doesn't matter what the invite says with a custom fitted suit from Indochino, you can look like a million bucks at any wedding without draining your bank account. Customize every detail of your suit, shirt, dinner jacket, and more in a range of awesome colors. Here's the thing. Nothing is more stressful than does my suit fit. Nothing is more stressful than does my suit fit. And I just had this. I was texting with Michelle. We were going back and forth. I'm sweating. Does this work? Is this color okay? Does it look good? No. It's all awful. Everything in your closet sucks. It's time to get a suit that you know you can count on like a good friend. Okay? Every suit is made to your exact measurement. So you're never going to go, you're never going to like have that moment where you're like doing the last button. You're like, please, God, let this button reach the shirt on the other side. Please, God, let it be. I lose 10 pounds this moment. No. The suit's going to fit you correctly. You're never going to have to stress out again. I love Indochino because it's a well-made, well-fitted suit that's made exactly for you. Tuxes starting at $579. That's unheard of. So why rent a tux that's going to cost you? You'll end up saving in the long run. Even more upgrades to your uh, wardrobe. Check out Indochino's custom-fitted custom shirts and casual wear. Get an entire personalized wardrobe that'll take you from casual Fridays right into the wedding weekend. I love this. I love this. I love this. 
RSVP, knowing you've got the perfect look all wedding season long from Indochino. Go to Indochino.com, use code JTRAIN to get 10, 10, 10, 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code JTRAIN. We're here with Michelle Wolf at Michelle is a Wolf on Instagram. The tour starts August 4th in Salt Lake City, Utah. That was one of our walks when I opened for you there that I almost died and passed out. Oh, that was great. This was because you you realize the thing I do on all my walks, and now I think about it all the time, which is, and it's I think it's a very much as a runner thing, but I do it when I'm walking too. Mm. Is that you you do the circle turn? You don't just yeah. do like a you don't just like <laughs> you know touch the post and you do like you do like the roundabout. You know, like right. you gotta go ar- like well, okay, we can turn around, but we gotta go around that. We have to go around thing. that mountain. And circle <laughs> back. Well, that Salt was the Lake's one time. Be- Salt Lake City was the one time where I literally was like, I don't know if I'm going to live after this trip. <laughs> and you're, you're and, it's, and it's harder to walk with you. And like, if I ever need like a real turnaround in my life, I just going to go with Michelle to San Francisco. Michelle <laughs> goes to San Francisco and literally like, it's like, she, I've never seen someone so excited. She looks at Hills the way, children look at Christmas toys that are wrapped under the tree. It is unbelievable. I like (laughs) literally, I get into trouble with myself when I'm, and when I'm walking in San Francisco, because like I'll walk up a hill and then I'll walk down and be like, all right, I got to start doing some stuff. And then I'll see like another hill and I'll be like, after that hill. (laughs) This is how people talk about getting off of TikTok. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Luxury lounge spa tip protocol. I love this email. Okay, I'm just going to start by that saying this, okay? <laughs> Dearest J Train Feather Feather, my complaint today is about spa tipping when using a gift card. I work as a nanny for a high net worth family and they often gift me lavish things, trips, wine, purses, spa treatments, which I genuinely couldn't afford on my own. While I make great money, I am not on the same playing field as they are and appreciate the gifts I receive. The mom, first of all, I love that they have to say I'm not on the same playing field as the people I nanny for. Yeah, that's kind of the point of a nanny. Yeah. Like, I mean, no, if, if a nanny is on the same playing field, it's like your mom, you know? Like, it's like- <laughs> That's your mom's friend. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, hey, can I have some cash? Like, you're not going to borrow cash from your nanny. Right. It's, right. That's it's, the, Why is she working for you? She's either related to you or your nanny, you know? Right. The mom and I she's work only for, your nanny because she needs to be. It's not right. a... <laughs> Nobody's volunteering to be a nanny. I just love kids. No, 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 no. Okay. The, mo- the mom I work for recently went to a luxury spa, ancient bathhouse where we live and loved her experience and got me a gift card for all-inclusive spa package. Also included enough for the tip in the gift card as well. When I went to go book the spa treatments, the spa let me know you cannot pay for the tip via the gift card. It must be on a credit card or cash. My problem is this is thousands of dollars worth of treatments, and now I have to pay the tip out of pocket when I didn't choose to buy the experience in the first place. I'm grateful that the bulk of the experience is being paid for, but wasn't planning on paying hundreds on the tip. Why offer the option of the dollar amount you'd like to put on the gift card instead of preset for the services? Michelle Wolf, what do you think? I mean, this lady's in a pickle. I can, I, I mean, this is a, a it's a perfect I, I complaint. Totally, I, it's a, it's a perfect complaint. I, I, I feel terrible for this person because right. you want to, you want to use the spa and you also feel a little bit obligated to use the spa because like, I'm sure this mom is going to ask, you know, like, did you go Absolutely. to the spa yet? How was it? You know, like, and you know, so she's, she's in a real bind here. She probably wants to go to the spa, but yeah, I mean, like if she's getting like a, two thousand dollar treatment you know like you're if you're if you're tipping 20 percent, you're out 400 bucks you know right. like it's and uh, what socioeconomically you probably see more eye to eye with the spa workers than you do the mom a hundred percent so 100%. you're saying you're now on the mom's level you're faking it you're a fraud because you're like right. How would I not tip someone who's in the same or similar financial position to me? I can't even look at myself in the mirror. The mom from the, the that you nanny for, they're in La La Land. They don't know what's going on with money. They're like, oh, we pay a, you know, we pay a hundred thousand a year to a nanny. Like no one can relate to that. Right. 
It's a, the the whole thing is the the whole thing is just you know. Sorry, did my screen just go black? I got no. A, you're a good. Message. Okay, I got a message and then my screen went black and I don't know how um, I don't know how technology works. You're okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, no, it's it's the, this lady. She's really she's really screwed in this situation. And then what do you do? You can't go to the mom and be like, "Hey, I love They're the." Yeah, I, I actually need tip money. Like this, she's just gonna have to. She's either going to have to lie that she went, mm. or pay the money. That's the, the. Those are her two options here. I think what you do is you go relate to fellow peasant. You go right. to the spa and you let them know this was a gift, and I'd like to get one service, and then somehow get this money from this extra money from this card to your pocket. Work with me to get you this cash because I wouldn't be here if it weren't for the Bezoses. Right. Yeah. But this is, I think you're exactly right. I think that's the only way to approach the situation. Go right. at it with complete humility and just be like, ah, is there anything we can do here? How is do we there- work this out? Blue right. collar to blue collar. These idiots, <laughs> <laughs> these idiots in their Elysium house have no idea how money or anything works. I'm so happy to be here, but I just need you to know I can't. I want to tip you. Start at I only want to tip you. I feel I, weird. I, I feel want awkward. To tip you. Uh, but the, but then you know the other side is that like the the spa worker is probably going to be like we're not the same. I came here on a boat from Vietnam, you know. Right. Like, right. <laughs> she's going to be like. <laughs> right. You need to pay a Vietnamese person to go in for you. And, right. And yeah. have this conversation on your behalf. I, I work at a different spa, and I right. can't. You know. <laughs> I, this is this lady has. Well, it, we, it, it's quite the pickle. We run into this sometimes on the road where the club or the venue will book us a car. And I never know if the tip is included with the car. So I, you listen, I want to make sure someone's taken care of, but I also don't want to like quadruple tip. And sometimes you don't like, you don't come prepared with a 10 or a 20 in your pocket. Right. So you go, what what am I to do? I wish I knew this all up front. I wish this was all like, spelled out for me and that's the awkwardness like when people don't worry about money as i'm sure they're as they said they're like working for this rich family their relation to money is totally different than a normal person's like ours and it's like for us we go well where's the tip come in they're not saying like and they said it oh the tip's included but they didn't look further into it to make sure that it could be used in the gift card she probably just did the amount she probably didn't ask she probably no, just did the no math in her head. She was like, okay, so I'm going to get these treatments and this is enough for a tip and just put it all on the card. Not asking if you can put the tip on the card. I have an idea. Here's what they do. You call the place and you go, hey, I want to come in. I want to make sure. Act like you didn't call before because they said they kind of called before. Call the place. Hey, I'm coming in. I got a gift card. I want to make sure I can tip on the gift card. And then they go, you can't do that. And then you go, hey, well, you're going to have to call the person who got it for me and let them know. You have them call, hey, someone tried to tip with your gift card that you gave them. Um, we can't do that. And then th- that maybe that's how the message gets back to Elysium. I still feel like this is going to, it's going to be a, you know, they're going right. to, she's going to be like, you tell them that I, you know, like, it, right. it's, it's going to be an awkward. You tell them, I said, you should be able to tip on the gift card. Like, that's kind of the response that could come back to you. Okay, let's do another email. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Luxury Lounge. Sharing food faux pas. Jared, my boyfriend and I were in Tahoe for the weekend. I'm not much of a skier, so I hung around the cabin until he was done skiing, and I met up with him for food and drinks after. He was skiing with another couple that we knew and three other people that he had just met that day. I ordered pizza and mozzarella sticks for everyone to share. Everyone's enjoying the food when one of the girls who we just met grabs a mozzarella stick, tears it in half, and puts half of it back on the plate that everyone's sharing. 
I eye rolled in my head, but just brushed it off. Then literally 30 seconds after she ate it, she reaches for the half-ripped mozzarella stick and tears that piece in half, leaving literally a one-inch piece of mozzarella stick. These are normal-sized mozzarella sticks. I was super annoyed at this time. <laughs> they weren't jumbos. I like that they put that in. Like, did I, did leaving one inch of mozzarella stick make you feel better about not eating all of it? Just eat it. Who is going to eat the leftover piece now? Of course, it just sat there and we threw it away. Maybe I take appetite. Maybe I take appetizers way too seriously. But I just felt like these are not tearing apart appetizers like a pretzel. Thanks for listening to me rant. Sincerely, eat it or leave it. This is unbelievable. I, mean, I also, I this is a great luxury lounge complaint because it's just great to be like, I'm in Tahoe. I'm not a skier. You know, like, <laughs> like it's the perfect way to start this. You know, it's, it's the most like, frivolous like, way to go to Tahoe. You just went to Tahoe to look at it. Yeah, and then like I'm imagining it's like like pizza and mozzarella sticks. I'm like, what kind of like you know like half bougie half. You know, d- not like like you know bowling alley experience are we having here? <laughs> right. I and it's the on the subject of the mozzarella stick. You take a full stick, or you don't take a stick at all. Leave yeah. the leftovers in your plate. We don't need your crummies. We don't need your quarter inch of a stick left behind. And how is it? Like, I mean, is the cheese going with the first half? Is it actually ble- how much? your fingers getting in here to split this up like what are we talking about like it's not yeah mozzarella (laughs) sticks don't really tear in half that easily no they're not it's like nachos fine sharing you know mozzarella sticks it's your stick but you know what i feel bad for here i do feel a little bad when i'm one second oh my phone is telling me it's has like no bad She's right to be annoyed in this situation because it's a crazy thing to do. Mm. But I'm also, I'm like 100% sure whoever was doing that probably has some sort of eating disorder. (laughs) Right. It is awkward because you can't look at that person and be like, hey, eat the whole thing. What are you doing? Because this is like (laughs) treacherous territory with like, like this this is a public display of why they go to therapy. And you don't want to be the person that's like, Hey, let's talk about why you'll only eat half of a mozzarella stick and then half of a half of a mozzarella stick. Right, exactly. Like you got to call this 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 could be this lady's slippery slope to a whole cake later. You know, like right. she's like, I was having a healthy day, and yeah. then all of a sudden, you know, I exercised, we skied, you right. know, and I get back and there's just all this food that this you know, bitch who doesn't even ski bot. And <laughs> this and, is why, you know, this is why I don't I, eat vegetables. And then I had this mozzarella stick. I was only going to have half. And then I had the other half of the half. And <laughs> it's like and folding now, a now piece. I an entire cheat cake. Right. How many times can you fold a piece of paper? You know, they're, they're like, you can only <laughs> fold it eight times. A mozzarella stick can only be, you know, halved once. If that, yeah. here's the thing. This is why I, I do really appreciate that she put it's a regular size mozzarella stick. Yes. Because, you know, that's <laughs> we all know what that size is, right? And so we're Standard all picturing size. that. And, yeah, it's not a it's not a supersized, you know, mozzarella log. I am much more attuned to the size of a regular mozzarella stick than I am if someone said regular penis size. Like I wouldn't no. Yeah, like, a mozzarella right. stick is there's a standard mozzarella stick size. That's right. that's the the, in the, fact, the world that's, we live in. That's how we should start describing penis in mozzarella it's stick. Per, it's per, this whole TV remote thing doesn't make sense. It never made no. sense to me. That's not that's not how any any of these are shaped or sized. Mozzarella no. stick. That's a great. That's, that's way per, more penis than that's how, how big's your penis? One mozzarella stick, regular. That's size. absolutely perfect. That's like what else? That's that's a great. Now I, we're all on the same page. Absolutely. Now we know what we're talking about. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Michelle Wolf. At Michelle is a wolf on Instagram. Go follow. Get involved. You're going to love, love, love her shows. She's going on tour. Luxury Lounge. Stop taking pictures of my dog. Dear J Train and hilarious guest. I have a seven pound, very small dog who I will admit is kind of funny looking in a cute way. I like to think 
My dog is also scared of everything. Not great with new people, especially random strangers. I'm also not someone who is constantly posting pictures of my dog on social media. With that being said, whenever I walk her, people are constantly trying to pet her and talking to her in an annoying baby voice, which frightens her. She then is too scared to do her business, which was the purpose of the walk in the first place. I've had situations where people will stop and take pictures of her without asking if that's okay, which scares her even more. One time it was a young girl with a cane and more in, in, with a cane, tiny, tiny uh, Tabitha. Uh, one time it was a young girl with a cane. And more recently it was a Taurus that pretended to not understand when I yelled out, excuse me. And he was snapping pics. It's so frustrating. I'm not really sure how to avoid this. Sincerely, just a dog mom, not a dog momager. What do you think, Michelle Wolf? I was on board with this lady until she called herself a dog mom. And then I'm like, well, now I, I, I can't agree with anything you say because it's a really stupid way to categorize yourself. But I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. She's got to find like a less populated place to take out her dog. Like, where is she, is she in New York? Is she taking him to like Times Square? Like what? <laughs> Here's what annoys me the most about this. And I have this issue with people who take videos of us doing stand-up. I have this issue with the person taking a picture of your dog. What are you going to do with this picture? Where's it going right. to go? What wall yeah. in the house? Where are you putting right. this up? Just tell yeah. me. If you can give me an answer, take as many pictures. Are you an artist? Are you a street artist? Are you going to give me credit? Are you going to... Put this on the wall above the above the above the the the, the, the fireplace, and and people are gonna go, who? Oh, what is this dog? Is that your dog? And you're gonna have to go. No, it's a random woman's dog. That's the thing. You would never admit to how crazy this is to anyone. You're gonna go. Where does this picture go? Who? Do, where does it get you off to have a picture of this dog? Are you gonna stare at it on the beach? That's what my dad does. My dad takes pictures at night. And then I go, what do you do with these pictures? And one time he told me, he goes, I go walk on the beach and I look at the pictures I took from the night before. And I go, okay, that's a little weird and sad, but at least I know you're weird and sad. At least you admitted you're weird and sad. <laughs> like, Why isn't he uh, looking good. at the beach on his walk? What's that? Why isn't he looking at the beach? Why isn't he looking at the beach on his walk? My music I guess the background me. is the beach. And then the front round is me eating pasta. At the restaurant right. the night before. That's, I mean, this is kind of a very hilarious thing to find out about your dad. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. pictures of his family that he can look at later in front of the beach. <laughs> he sounds like a guy who lost his family in a fire. It, it's almost like he's like, it, it's almost like every night he's preparing for you guys to die in a fiery accident. <laughs> right. It's every and night. So just, just getting yeah. on his way. Yeah. But this, yeah, this, I, I mean, like, I don't understand those people. I don't even understand the people that are like, can I pet your dog? Like, I think that. I don't get it. I think it's like, I'm like, I understand. You see a dog, it's cute, whatever, you know, like, but like to really like get in there and like, unless there's some sort of like, you know, collision or like you both have a dog and the dog's like, you know, sniff each other's butts or whatever. Like, unless there's some sort of meeting, I, I don't understand. Like, can I pet your dog? Can I, right. you know, like, is that a real dog? I'm like, yes, it's a real dog. Like Every <laughs> time someone says, can I pet your dog? You should respond with, why don't you see a therapist instead of making yeah. my your problems my dog's problems? Yeah, like I don't, he's not an emotional dog. He's not right. an emotional support dog. What are you doing? This is, <laughs> right. He's not licensed he for this. He's, he's supporting my emotions. I <laughs> right. saw a commercial to how, to how to get your emotional, how to get your dog to become an emotional support dog. There was like a commercial for it and I was like when we're just advertising this now like that you can like get this like fake license for your dog <laughs> who's making money off of that too like what what's the impetus the, whoever gives these fake licenses I guess they're just like yeah I, I make I make $25 off of every $30 or something like that I, I don't know it's J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Michelle Wolf let's do one more is that okay yeah, that's great. Let's do one more. one more. These are great complaints. How great are these? Aren't they the best? Yeah, yeah. I I, I feel bad slash I think each one is hilarious. What's better than the luxury lounge? Okay, last <laughs> one. I think this one's fantastic. Luxury lounge, who let the dogs out? Jared, feather, feather. I'm proud to report that I am one of those listeners. Uh, 
Hold on, I read this wrong. I am proud to report that I am one of those loser freaks who knows all the words to the complaint jingles, both the Jared version and the guest version. I love it. I got to show you the jingle. Is this Neil Brennan? (laughs) (laughs) What if it became his favorite? What if he couldn't get rid of it after he said he ate it so much? Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's been stuck in his head for years. (laughs) I hope it has. Have you ever (laughs) considered making a music video? Ah, now I am. Anyways, here's my complaint. I'm a 25-year-old woman living in a big city and go to a boutique woman's only gym. It's very refreshing working out in a space where I can just wear a sports bra and leggings and not feel as uncomfortable, feel as though I'm getting checked out and can work out without having men come up to me to patronizingly correct my form. Everything about this gym is pretty great, except there is one small detail that genuinely puzzles me. There's about 10 on-site personal trainers and about half of them are men. The fellas are, of course, professional and just there to do their jobs, but I don't quite understand the logic of having a female-only gym but then having some brads and chads walking around. I'm not so much bothered by their presence as I am allergic to the contradiction of it all. Signed, who let the dogs out? What do you... All right. Well, so I think this theory goes to the very crux of why um, women can't bind together as a society is that I'm sure there are some women at that gym who specifically want a man to be their personal trainer because either one, they don't trust a woman to do it. Fair. Uh, They're like, so in their head, they're like, they're like, no, I don't. How is a woman going to make me stronger? The only person who can make me stronger is a man, you know, right. They're pre-existing, you know, biases are working into this like sickness that they have. Yeah. Right. Or the other one is that the gym has figured out that some women do in fact want a male trainer because it just is like a fun, sexy thing for them. Right. They just won't admit it. They And they go, right. uh, oh, I guess I'll go with the guy. You know, they just won't say right. it out loud. And, and meanwhile, they're just like, oh, you know, my husband hasn't touched me in three months. And this guy like made sure my hips were aligned the other day, you know? Right. It is weird. I just, just the look of it. Like I would as, you know, to, if you looked inside the window of this gym, it would just look like they're like in prison with the wardens. Like it's just bizarre. Right. I'm 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 totally on board with this woman's you know the contradiction of it all because it it's why it's like right are they like where's their bathroom you know like (laughs) right and it's also the female gym with a female changing room like. What, what are they doing? You know, like <laughs> where are they going? It's also like there's there's this weird like undertone of a power dynamic. Like it's almost like right. it's it's just like, wait a minute. So the people who the only men here are the people who teach you how to do it right. Like, right. I don't like yeah. it's just all kind of icky and weird. Yeah, it's like it's like oh, so you didn't want a random guy at the gym to tell you how to do it right, but like you're okay if this professional man tells you how to do it right, which would be different than a like just have them all be women. It's okay. Right, just dig into just, the whole thing. But I I'm not sure if like it's against hiring rules to have like like is it okay to have a female only membership? But it's not okay to like discriminate oh, on yeah. the basis of gender. But I also don't understand the man. I guess. There's a guy in that trainers group that like it just feels very wolf in the hen house. Like it feels yeah. like you have these <laughs> men there that are like it's just all creepy and weird. Even if you are the most on point ally, whatever, just you walking around looking at people. Hey, you need help with that? And it's just very like bizarre and doesn't feel right. Yeah, it's very it's I think I think Wolf in the Hen House is, is you hit the nail on the head with that, Jared, because it's like, yeah, it's just there's a creepiness of it. There's a creepiness of the way they were hired. There's a creepiness right. of the like lurking. There's a creepy because like personal trainers at gyms are salesmen, you know, like yes. they have to yes. like they're trying to get you to like be like, oh, you know, like because like I, you know, in my gym days, I was always approached by personal trainers to be like, yeah, you want to like you're here often if you want to work, you know, like it's right. Like, always a it's the person helping you out at the clothing store like 
What are you getting out of this? I don't need your help. Stay away. And in this specific scenario where if you're in a gym with other men, it does feel like they're not like trying, like there's other people that there that can be like, hey, she she says she doesn't want a training session. Back off, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like here it's like, you know, I don't know. It just like, it feels like there's just no say, there's no checks and balances. It's just a bunch of, men just waiting like ah he'll right. come back you know i don't know it just and doesn't feel right it's also like you i used to always see like personal trainers at the gym also working out you know like mm. so this personal trainer like they they can work here but they can't work out here like they they have to go to a different gym <laughs> right. to get in their daily workout right like, they can't like <laughs> it, it's <laughs> that all has to be, like so annoying for them you know like they're like well i have to i have to go work out and they have to stay in shape because they have to be in shape to keep their job. Yeah, you're the billboard no for your own business. Right. No one's hiring an out of shape personal trainer. Right. So knowing that, like you, you have to wonder what's what's up with this guy who's willing right. to work out at a, who's willing to work out at a different gym to be able to work out to be able to train at the gym where there's only women. You're like, are you making a million a year, or are you just the creepiest of the creepy guys? Or, or like, is it so hard to get a job as a personal trainer that like this was your only option? And I feel like that is not that's not the one. That's no. not the <laughs> J Train podcast. This is a guy who is is willing to take a trip in his car to, <laughs> to go be to in his a female gym only gym and then go to this gym. Yeah, this guy's J- this guy's r- r- racking up the middle point. That's right. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Michelle Wolf, you're the best. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Finally. I love this. I, this was great. I, it's taken too long. I'm so happy you came in the lounge. Everyone go follow Michelle at Michelle is a wolf. If you don't already go see her on tour starts in August, the whole city list. There's a thousand of them. It's up on her Instagram. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Thursday. We'll be back next week. Boom.